Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Pouring, a space where living waters flow free. I'm your host, Cordia, and I'm back, y'all. I'm back. I know it's been a minute, but I'm here. I'm learning to give myself grace. I'm learning to give myself compassion because life has been lifing, and I know that's not an excuse, but life has been lifing. But I do believe that I'm in a space now where I can do this thing and be consistent. I'm saying it now so that you can hold me to it. It is on record. Amen. Anyway, um, yeah. So just for those of you who are listening, I am actually doing a dual format right now. I am recording myself podcast. And this is something new. And this came out of just life that has been lifing over the past six to eight months. And the Holy Spirit has revealed to me that he wants me to be on camera and he wants my face out there and he wants me to be able to reach a broader audience and YouTube is massive. So I figured let's do it. Let's vlog as I believe the youths call it. I don't know if it's considered vlogging if I'm not doing like lifestyle things, but Whatever. Nonetheless, you know what I'm saying. So I'm here podcasting and I'm recording and we're going to see how this goes. We're just going to flow with it. So I thank you all for just listening. And I thank you for being here for those uh, faithful few or more. I, bl- I, I do truly appreciate you taking the time out to listen. I don't take that for granted. This is time. Time is the highest form of currency. You can't get time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. So I thank you for being here. But with that said, I don't want to belabor this introduction. I'm just happy to be back. And I'm happy to just be in the presence of the mic and the camera now. Amen. All right. Well, let's get to it. So this is a space where living waters flow free and living waters and living waters of life. That's truth. That's knowledge. That's all of the things. So today I want to give y'all some water, you know, from the well that does not and will not run dry. I want to talk about a subject that has been very um, prominent in my life. (laughs) And that's just I'm. Lord, y'all, the way this word has been wording in my life over these past eight months or more, it has been is been prominent, and the I just felt led to do a deep dive on it around Mayish time frame to really unpack it and understand this word. Um, and so today, I want to bring some of my findings and just some of the the layers that I was able to peel back and really dig in and and gain further and deeper understanding of this specific word. So I know y'all are on the edge of your seat. Like, what word is this? What are you talking about word? Well, the word is wisdom. Yeah, the word is wisdom. Simple. We've all heard it before. Um, For those of you who are Bible scholars or who are familiar with the Bible, you've opened up the Bible a few times here and there. Nine times out of 10, you've heard of Solomon, who is the son of David the wisest man to have ever lived and who will ever have lived and the wealthiest man to have ever lived and who will ever have lived. So Solomon, Solomon's a pretty big deal. He wrote Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and I think Song of Solomon. And he was a very wise man. 
in why not start in his books, right? In order to understand this word wisdom. So I started in Proverbs and I started in Proverbs one, right? The first book, the first chapter of that book. And I started with Proverbs one, seven. This is the first scripture that really stood out to me. Proverbs 1, 7 reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And I was like, hmm, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fear of the, really? That is interesting. Okay, so let's break this down. Fearing the Lord. We're not talking about, oh God, you know, he's going to, rain down hellfire. And I mean, he does that. He has done that, but this is in that context. The fear of the Lord in this context is the reverential fear, right? This is the respectful fear that we have. This is the healthy fear that we have. We reverence him because he is God and he is holy and he is mighty and he is great. So we reverence him. And so Proverbs 1 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. So basically when we reverence him, this is the beginning of gaining knowledge. And it says, but fools despise wisdom and instruction, right? So knowledge, okay. What is knowledge in the context of the word? So I started doing a little bit of digging there and knowledge is his word, right? Because if we want to reverence him, you want to Um, know him. How do we do that? We go to the book that speaks about him, which is the word of God, his logos word, right? In the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was with God and the word was made flesh. So Jesus is a living, breathing. He is a living and breathing word, right? We go to Genesis, let there be light, spoke universe, single spoken sentence, The universe and the worlds were spoken into existence word. So word is, 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 is big, right? And so knowledge of God starts in the word. And that's the first basis. I'm like, okay, bet. All right. This is the beginning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and fools despise wisdom and instruction. So how does knowledge play into wisdom? So as I was making my way through Proverbs and really understanding and teasing out knowledge and wisdom and all of the things, I sort of came to this equation of sorts, right? You have knowledge and then you have understanding and then you have wisdom. So knowledge and understanding and wisdom. So these are three components of I don't know if it's really an equation or a formula. You can, whatever you want to do. I ain't, I don't be mathing like that. So <laughs> however you want to interpret it. But I then made my way over to Proverbs 9, 10. And there was a very similar, similar, similar as 1, 7, but with a slight tweak. So Proverbs 9, 10 reads, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So I'm like, okay, Lord. Is the fear of the Lord beginning of knowledge or is it wisdom? Which one is it? And he was like, yes. (laughs) I'm like, that's not, that's not really helping me, Lord. But okay, let me go on and tease this out some more. 
So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So if we go back to the first chapter, 1-7, it said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and fools despise wisdom and instruction, right? And then the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So we go back. What is knowledge again? Knowledge is the word of God. Right. So the fear of the Lord, the very basic thing that you need to do is know his word. That is how you understand him. Right. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So the knowledge of God is understanding. So you gain knowledge, which is the what. Right. Which is his word. And then knowledge of God is understanding. Understanding is the why. So knowledge is the what, the word of God and understanding gives comprehension. It tells us why, why did God do this? Why do we exist? Why was the earth formed? Right? That's why we have to read his word and comprehend through understanding to know what that word is, right? Because if you just read it without understanding, you're just reading it. You're just taking in information. But if you want to fear God, you not only have to read his word, but you have to understand it so you can understand his characteristics, right? So then I'm thinking of this and I'm like, okay, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So how does knowledge and understanding tie into wisdom? So this is the third part. So you have knowledge, which is the what? You have understanding, which is the why. And then wisdom is the how, right? So wisdom is the application of that knowledge, which is the what? And that understanding of the as the why. Wisdom is the application. You can have knowledge. You can have understanding. But if you don't have wisdom, you're just a very intelligent, smart person and you know why to do something, but if you don't action on it, then is it truly wisdom? So in a sense, that's what wisdom is at its very foundational um, point to really know God, to fear him. You need to know him by knowing his word and understanding his word and applying his word, which is the wisdom so when he showed me this, I was like, oh, this is practical because I tend to think relatively linearly. I like formulas. I like to plug in. And, and again, I'm not so structured in that I can't go outside of it, but it really helps make it tangible for me. I'm very much so a touch, see, feel right here, right now. And if you can make it tangible and not so pie in the sky, it clicks. And so this click for me. And then I was like, okay, this equation, a formula, what have you, how can we apply this to to everyday situations? And so I was journaling and he gave me this example. Let's say you have a friend um, or somebody, you know, and they like attention a lot. They like to be the center of attention. They need it. They crave it. Right. If you don't have knowledge and you don't have understanding or wisdom, you will look at them and you will say, well, I don't really want to be around them you know you don't want to be around that that energy you don't you don't want to deal with it 
it's too much, they're too much, so on and so forth. Yes, if you're not of the kingdom. But right now I'm talking specifically to those who are in the kingdom who want to be a part of the kingdom of God. Because as you know, to be a part of the kingdom of God, it means that we must die to ourselves. We must take on the character of Christ. We must take on the attributes of God. We must take on the mind of Christ. And in order to do that, again, it goes back to this formula. You must know him, which is the what, which is the knowledge. You must understand him. You must understand what you've read, which is the why. And then you must apply it. An application is the, the fruit, right? That is the working out. That is the proof that we are dying to self, that we are truly living in and walking in and operating in the 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 character of God, the character of Christ. So if you're kingdom minded, let's put on the mind of Christ and let's walk through this scenario. So you have this friend or this person, this counterpart who loves attention. They seek it. So what I'm what am I going to do? I'm going to step back. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a look at what what is going on. OK, this person loves attention. OK, this is the knowledge. This is me looking at it. And I'm, I'm out. These are the facts. And then the understanding is why. And so you start thinking about why does this person crave attention? And if you know this person and this is a friend of yours or if you have a conversation with them, you start to realize, you know, maybe there was a lack in their lives. Maybe there was a lack of attention from parents. You know, maybe they were, um, you know, uh, thrown aside by parents or they, they, they're missing a fundamental need that we have as children, which is attention. We require nurturing. So when we don't get that, there's this need and we tend to look for that need in, of attention. And we tend to look for that validation in others as we become adults. That is the why. That is the understanding. Okay, so what if I stop there, right? I have the knowledge which is the what this person loves attention. They need it. And then I have the understanding, which is the why this person is like this because there was a, there's a deficit nine times out of 10 in childhood. There was a lack of nurturing. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna go about my business, but does that really bring the kingdom of heaven on earth? Does that really, are you operating fully in the characteristic of God? Are you operating fully in the character of Jesus? Right? Perfect example. Jesus saw the man by the pool of Bethesda, the man that was crippled. He saw what? He was crippled and he was in need of healing. And the why was he didn't have anybody to help him in the pool. But what if Jesus would have just sat there and he saw him he understood and he knew, but he, he, did, he didn't do anything. But wisdom is the application. Wisdom is this man needs to be healed. So I'm going to heal him. Right. So going back to the example of the friend, instead of just dismissing them, what do you do? You give them attention. Right. And not in a way where it is um, detrimental, but you hear them out, you listen to them, you you hold space for them because you don't know 
what may open up, right? They're like, oh, I have attention now. I, 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 what is going on here? And you begin to build the trust and you then formulate a deeper relationship. You get even more understanding, right? And then you're able to speak to them and speak to that, potentially speak to that inner child that was missing nurturing, right? And you begin to pour wisdom into them, right? And you begin to help them understand why you, you build a relationship to a point where you're saying, hey, you, you like a lot of attention. Why is that? You know, speak to me. I don't know if that's the exact conversation you should have, but flow with me here. This is, uh, I'm, I'm just giving an example of how when we put what we know and what we understand in action, that is the wisdom. We, we just, we use wisdom. We know how to maneuver in certain situations. Yeah, that was an example that I believe that, that was laid on my heart. And just understanding this formula just really has helped me. Um, over these past eight or nine months and just dealing with certain situations and dealing with certain people and dealing with, you know, relationships and really understanding how to maneuver, um, in wisdom. And that's a very practical application of wisdom. I just wanted to, with this, this first sort of, I guess, season two now (laughs) of, of my podcast, I wanted to, I really do want to tease out wisdom. And I wanted to start with the very sort of practical, application of wisdom and yeah knowledge what understanding why and wisdom how so anyway I hope that wisdom nugget (laughs) I hope that um has been edifying to your soul I'm going to wrap up now because this is this podcast is getting um, a little bit longer than I expected, but I'm just letting the Holy Spirit flow. And I thank you to those of you who are still here, who are listening. As I stated in previous episodes, you guys are the real MVPs. I appreciate you. I thank you. I love you. May you be blessed. Bye.